If you follow a proven process, right. your results are going to be fairly predictable. Certain actions produce certain results. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Sean Moore, and I'm here with my main man, Mr. Dave Savulich, and we are bringing another episode or segment of Whiskey Wednesdays. These are kind of short, sweet, to the point episodes. We're going to talk about some trending topics in real estate. We're going to talk about some things going on in our world and then definitely answer a couple of your guys' questions. So if you have questions, wherever you're listening or watching, make sure you send them in to us, DM us, or send them in to us in the comments on these episodes, and we'll make sure we answer them. Because if you have that question, somebody else is going to as well. So Dave, let's get started. Let's get you, going. You organize, and yeah. uh, we were joking before that you're the producer of yeah, these. Yeah, definitely not the producer. Just well, kind of organize this. All so, right. Yeah. All right. Um, holidays. I love the holidays. Christmas, yeah, New Year's, right in the Thanksgiving. Smack dab in the middle of it right now. <laughs> yeah, right now. So let's, let's talk a little holiday topic. So uh, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Ooh, Christmas movie. My my all-time favorite. That's easy, actually, for me. It's A Christmas Story. Right. Old Ralphie. <laughs> that little dude, I think he is funny every time I watch him. You know, it's, you know and, I love and that like, too. You know, I, I love that story. I love watching it. I could watch it all the time. I went last year, we went to the play, the, the live musical play yeah, of it. That's, that's awesome. it for me. I but, do like that show. It's, uh, it's crazy to me that. You know, I don't know when that was made, 60s, 70s, yeah. I don't maybe probably 70s. Anyways, I mean, it's still as popular as ever right now. It's, yeah. I mean, it's awesome. I love it, it stood the test of time yeah. for You're sure. You're going to shoot your eye out, kid. Yeah. The old Red Rider. <laughs> I, I mean, I love watching Christmas movies. I, I mean, I the whole, you know, two weeks prior to Christmas and after, I mean, I got a Christmas movie on. So, I, I mean, I could name, oh, I could just name them here and sit here. But my favorite, I mean, I, I can't, I never can stop watching Home Alone, dude. I, I think that's this, yeah. I think that's yeah. hilarious. I just, it's a, a good message and pretty funny. And so, anyways, that's probably one of my, but Elf is great. Uh, the Grinch is awesome. The Grinch. The reason the kids are like you, they can watch them nonstop. The they time. watch a, a yeah. Christmas movie every day. Yeah. And they love them all. I usually yeah. watch one a year. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a Christmas one. story. Good. What's your favorite Christmas activity? Mm. Is there something you you or your family likes to do that? Yeah, my favorite activity when when the kids started, we used to go to everybody's house, like because our our families are really close. My parents are here, Teresa's parents, and, and so we would go to their houses, right? Mm -hmm. And we'd take the kids around. Well, when the kids were little, we did that, and then we just started started saying, "Hey, we're going to start staying home." I love going to the parties. I love seeing the family. I love doing all that stuff, and we have some great traditions. My favorite thing about Christmas is every Christmas I buy a, a prime rib mm -hmm. and I put it on Christmas morning, and we cook it, and it's just the four of us and we have a nice dinner and we make some drinks and we just chill out for the day. That's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. That's my favorite thing about Christmas now is just hanging out with yeah. the four of us and, and putting that prime rib on and, and yeah. doing that. Even yeah. though all the other stuff and the, the hustle, it's not that I don't enjoy yeah. seeing everybody. Right. I just like that. Yeah. Day. yeah. Like well, it's nice being at your own home. You don't have to yeah. travel. You don't have to get out depending on the weather and yeah. always having good food and good, good drink and just hanging out and I probably, you know, would similar or, or kind of the same. We um, we made a tradition at my house to have Christmas dinner with my whole family. Yeah. And we do something like a prime rib or, or something like that. And we have everybody come over and my wife, Kelly, makes this amazing raspberry delight. It's pineapple and strawberry and raspberry and, you know, drink and with Sprite and all this. So it's it's kind of a fun no tradition. No, no whiskey, whiskey, no whiskey, no whiskey but it's kind of light. It's kind of light there. It's not quite as fun as other yeah. houses, but, you know, That's we try, why to, I don't go over we try to do the best we can, you know, <laughs> to have fun. But, so, but we have 
our whole family and, and one of the best friends and the neighbors come over as well. And so it's, it's fun. fun. Yeah, we have, we, we have a good time. So, all right, let's jump into a training topic. And okay. this, this is, I'm pretty excited to talk about is, and, and some of you out there may have seen this, um, but Sean has done an amazing job with his Cherry Log property. Congratulations to you, my man. Hey. The number one property in Cherry Log, Georgia, in that market, yeah. literally one year to the date that you threw it out there and yeah. said, I, I'm going to I'm gonna take this thing to number one. So let's kind of talk about that a little bit. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. That was fun. It was uh, a little bit of pressure. Not, I mean, it was we knew what we did, right? Yeah. It was really interesting. So if you go back about a year and a half, right? I was actually on a podcast with somebody, a guest on somebody else's podcast, and they were talking about, okay, the market shifted, rates have gone up, markets are way too saturated, and, and it's about finding these emerging markets, and if you invest in a market that's undiscovered, and I said, listen, this is a long-term investment. Right. If you don't know how to play the game, every market you go into is eventually going to become saturated. Yeah. And I was trying to trying to make that point that, hey, you might find a really you know hot market today, but tomorrow it's going to be super saturated. If it's yeah. popular today, it's going to be saturated tomorrow. So now if you don't know how to play the game in a saturated market, you right. struggle. He was mentioning a couple markets. Destin, Blue Ridge, the Smokies. And he said, you can't make money in these markets anymore. And I was having this discussion on the podcast and trying to make my point that no, you you can. If you dial in right. how to actually operate and understand how to operate at the top of the market, you can. there's a lot of money to be made. And we got off the, the podcast and kind of disagreed. And I and I publicly went out and, and sat there for a minute and thought, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I'm going to take this as a kind of a personal challenge. You know, we are we run the largest coaching company for investors in short-term rentals and we're actively buying properties. And I said, okay, listen, if we think we're so good, let right, me let's, show it let's publicly do it. and do it, mm -hmm. right? And so, so we went out about a year and a half ago and started the acquisition process and I was very public with it. Like I went back on, uh, I, I went on my podcast, I went into our membership group and said, I'm going to document this exact process that we teach and I'm gonna document it in real life, in real time, and show you guys exactly how to go step by step through this process and take a property from acquisition to ultimately maximizing the asset. And we did that, right? Yeah, I, did yeah. a, I did a full case study a year ago when we launched it, what it took to find the property, how we analyzed it, what we decided, decisions we made on launching it, furnishing it, setting it up, what create, what unique experience we created, how we put management in place, right. and literally documented every step of the way and very publicly throughout the year. And we took this property from zero, a brand new property, just furnished it, launched it in a crowded market, which is Cherry Log is right outside of Blue Ridge, right. Georgia and became exactly, I launched it December 9th, 2022, December 12th, 2023, we became the number one property on AirDNA revenue-wise for the, th the the number one three-bedroom property in our market. If you're listening to this, we actually have this case study. If you go to vodacy.com, we've got different case studies and stories. This this one's on there and you can see all of the details. I always tell people that success leaves clues. Go reverse engineer what we did mm -hmm. and see the steps we took to do that because I, my argument back then and has been for the last four or five years as we've been teaching this since I got into this game in 2006 is if you follow a proven process right. your results are going to be fairly predictable certain actions produce certain results period if you take actions you're going to get a result right. if you don't take an action you're not going to get that result and so we documented this 
very like, and it was, you know, I, I thought I would be, make it in the top 10% of the market pretty easy. Right. We ultimately made it to number one in the market, mm-hmm. which was awesome, right? And, but my goal was to set a high water mark in that market. And I even said that, and I said, I'm gonna set the high water mark. I'm gonna be the number one property and here's how I'm gonna do it. And we showed people how to do it. It was really, really fun and kind of relieving, right? Right, that, right. That after the end of the yeah. year, you know, you kind of yeah. call your shot and you end it, right. you know, you don't want to strike out either. And right. so by taking certain actions, we would have certain results as well. We've done this so many right. times. Well, I think there's a couple things. One, and I, I know people want to hear this, but it was a lot of work. Yes. And it was hard work. Yeah. And you, it was a lot of effort. I, I watched it. I was through with you through, throughout the whole process. And so that's the one thing. Hard work, you know, is one of the things that you've got to be able to commit to when you're getting into this market. Yeah. So get in there. And, and the second thing is, which I think is super important, is you follow the process and you follow the Vodacy process step by step, exactly what we teach our members. So what you did isn't anything that's in our program that they have access to and that they can learn and they have resources that they can follow step by step and do the same thing. We had three of my members that, that called me and said they reached number one in yep. their market. Yep. Number one revenue property Tampa in the market. Tampa and a couple Tampa, others. Navarre, Florida. Yeah and Snowshoe West Virginia. Yeah. Three, I mean, in one week. Right. Three, so it's not yeah. like well, this is a one-off thing, but guess what? They took the action And they well. did exactly the yeah. same thing. They dialed in the, the photography. They dialed in the experience. They dialed in the marketing. They dialed yep. in all of those things that you have to do to be successful. So the process is there and that's, but it's, it's always just like in anything in life, you put in effort and hard work. It's fun to see the success. Yes. So it's, I mean, it's awesome. So, it's fun. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a that's, fun, that's it was a cool. fun week to yeah. see that. And, and in fact, I I was on one of our our mass our coaching calls with our Empire Club. I didn't know because I had I always look every month and November's numbers had come in and it, it hadn't it hadn't updated right. for December yet yeah. in, on Air DNA yeah. right that's the data tool we're looking at and I was on a coaching call and it updated it had updated I actually looked the day before and we were still number three in the market it updated and we ended up being number, number one because awesome. it finally updated yeah. so it was kind of exciting because I yeah. got to share that excitement yeah. with our our our, our mastermind right. group so it was right. fun that's cool good. Good, good. All right, so let's get to a couple questions. This is from Jonathan. Jonathan said, do you suggest updating your short-term rental photos for seasonal events and the holidays? Yes, I do. If you're, so holidays, we're in the middle of holidays, let's address that. Like, do you put, if you put Christmas trees up for the holidays, if you decorate for the holidays, absolutely take photos yeah. of that. And then what happens though, Jonathan, is you have to start advertising the Christmas photos, Before. changing them on the OTAs yes. in like October, yeah. right? And so depending on the lead time in your market, right? right? Maybe your lead time is only three weeks, maybe yeah. it's whatever. And those there's ways you go find that, right? Go find out what the lead time is in your market and then update those photos before that lead time is what your normal booking would come in right yeah let's say it was for christmas for example and i started booking out all of december and all of december's booked christmas is booked then I would, as soon as I'm booked out, I would change my photos back, back for maybe right, because you're yeah because nobody's because, booking for Christmas anymore. Yeah, right. Because they're not, not available for Christmas in January yeah. or February, right? right? And it doesn't that doesn't mean just because I book Christmas that Christmas week because there's a lot of people who want Christmas decorations mm-hmm. after Thanksgiving. Right? The same is true if you have a seasonal property, like we have properties in mountains, and you right. get the fall colors, and then you get the summertime photos, and then you get snow photos. I remember who I was talking about in Snowshoe, West Virginia. They were really struggling about six to eight months. Months ago, they did really well last winter, 
And then in the spring and summer, they were they were like they weren't getting any bookings. Yeah. And they said, Hey, Sean, let's let's try to optimize this. And we looked at it, and that was a perfect example of changing the photos for the right. season. They were trying, they were selling ski pictures in July. Summer. And in the summer, they were trying to book out their summer. And I said, Listen, what people aren't coming to ski in June and July. Right. We need to adjust these photos and take right. the snow photos out and show the mountain biking and the hiking right. and the concerts at the resort and all those different things that are happening. They flipped them out and ultimately six eight months later right. now adding their winters on together and then rechanging their summer stuff and having a really good summer they're the number one property right. in the market they were really struggling before they did that and so right. there are things like that that you can do that make all the difference in the world but you have to sometimes it's hard to get those seasonal photos until you've been a year in business right, right? because because right. you may not have had that season to, yet exactly yeah. you might not have had the fall season yeah. so your first yeah summer, your first fall, your first winter, a lot of times you're getting those photos during that time. And then you want to make sure you keep them and adjust them for the next yeah, year. Yeah. And people that's where want, you can really maximize. People want to see the property in the season that they're going Absolutely. to stay there. They, Absolutely. They want to the see, I mean, if I'm going in July, I want to see green grass and the umbrellas out and the deck and yep. the patio and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't want to see, wow, this looks like a great place to ski, but I'm going there in July. So that really doesn't mean anything to me. So it's important that they have the right Absolutely. photos in, and in you have to be intentional about yeah. it, right? You're going to yeah. have to send, you don't need to get brand new photos of the inside of the house typically, right. unless it's got a lot of windows and you see the whole outside. Yeah. But Cherry Log's a great example. I hired a photographer. I did my photo shoot. I hired photographers for the seasons to go out and get drone photos of right. the outside and do outside photos yeah. of different seasons because yeah. we're, you know, we've got, I mean, fall's a huge, uh, a huge um, time of year. Summer's a huge time of year and it looks different, right? Yeah. The trees yeah. are green or they're orange, yeah. right? And so yeah. we want to, we want to be able to show that. Yeah. Good. Right. So last one. Last question here is uh, how important it is, is it to choose the right real estate agent when you're acquiring a short-term rental? It's huge. It's huge. Your boots on the ground, partners, realtors, management partners, finance partners, any of those people that you're working on that acquisition, any partner you choose. I mean, and this is this goes to your photographer, your man management company, your designers, you know, any right. of those partners you choose, they're all important. A realtor's not there just to open the door for you. And specifically in short-term rentals, we're working with somebody that typically they're far away. We're not as familiar with the local market as the realtor would be, right? I'm investing in properties in areas that are not my backyard. Right. Like a lot of times in our backyard, we're pretty familiar with the local nuances and of areas, right? On a map on Zillow, I might be looking at an area and there's a, you know, locally, you know that a certain street is a kind of divider between the good area and the bad right. area, for example, right. like or right. more expensive, less expensive, mm -hmm. better experience, worse experience. And it might just be a street, for example. Right. And we don't know that looking on a map if we're not familiar with the area. Your, your realtor is going to be like, yeah, hey, Sean, you pick that. That's a little bit more of a rough area. That's a little bit more right. of an area that's still in transition. Maybe you don't want there or there's a lot going on there that might not be a great guest experience. Those are things that are really hard to tell unless you're familiar with the area. A good realtor in a specific area is going to help you with those kind of things more than anything, really. Right. They're gonna know proximity to local attractions. I've looked at a lot of beach communities and on the map on Zillow, it looks like I'm really close to the beach, but the realtor's like, hey, just so you know, the beach access right. is five miles down the road. You're a block across the street from the beach, right. but you can't it's access good, yeah. it because that's all resort property and nobody can access the beach there until you go five miles down. So that right. might that's not a good beach condo. I wouldn't have known that in, unless I have somebody local that knows that. Right. right. And right. so I, you know, I own a brokerage 
here in Utah, I've, I've been investing in real estate for 23 years. I don't necessarily have to, I, I know how to transact a real estate transaction, right? I still hire realtors in every single market that I go into. Yeah, they and, know, and especially know short-term rental ideas, thoughts, yeah. you know, they they, they yeah. understand the regulation, the rules, that, that kind of stuff is super important. Yeah, and I still take that responsibility mostly on myself, uh, yeah, right? As, I, the, as, the, as the owner. Yeah, uh, the, the local know. knowledge that they bring though is invaluable. Yeah. You can't get that without somebody that's really familiar right. with the right. area. And then obviously if they've got that, it's a it's a bonus if they understand short-term rentals, regulations, where you can and can't, yeah. those, that can be really, really helpful in the process. And we look for that, right? Yeah. You know, our network of agents that, that we work with, they're all certified vacation rental agents right. that we tap into. They've even taken it a step further to make sure that they're you know, versed on short-term right. rentals. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for today, buddy. That's it. It's a All great, right. great session. Happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to you. We're going to go yeah. eat some prime rib and you're going to have your, uh, your raspberry drink with some Raspberry Sprite. delight. You raspberry know what I mean? Delight. Yeah. We're going to, so guys, we'll wrap it up today. Appreciate you spending your time with us. And if you're interested, go check out that case study. You'll find it at vodacy.com. Go to the success stories, case studies. I don't even know exactly where it's at. It's on there somewhere. Go to vodacy.com. You'll find it. I always ask you two favors at the end of every episode. And the first one is, if you got any value out of this, give us a like a thumbs up. If you have more than 30 seconds, leave us a review and share it with somebody. If you think somebody else would get value out of it, those things help us grow the show and uh, spread our word and message that we're trying to do. And the last thing that I always ask you is go pick that one thing you can do today to start building that life you don't want to take a vacation from. Cheers, my friends. Cheers, Cheers buddy. buddy.